What's happening, people? And welcome to another episode of Beard Talk. Today we go down under, and I'm with my boy Foster, and he's in Australia right now. What's happening, bro? You good? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, man. We're traveling through time right now. For me, it's about <laughs> one o'clock. For you, it's about what? 10 p.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. Just gone. Yeah, good nine hour difference. Anything you want to warn me on? Any heads up? As far as what? As far as being nine hours ahead. <laughs> oh, I see. No, I can't think of anything. I think you'll be all right in nine hours, mate. All right, good to know, good to know. Because we're in um, turbulent times right now. And um, any bit of intel that I can get from anywhere, I'm doing so. Probably don't want to be taking advice from Australians, mate. Why? Why is that? I don't know. It might be nine hours ahead, but we're about 10, 15 years behind as well. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a catch-22 then. It's like the blind leading uh, the nation. (laughs) <laughs> kind of sounds like our current government or all governments like that yeah certainly this one oh, so, two minutes in already politics mate it's not going to go well <laughs> oh dear me what can we do we've got to involve them even if they don't want to involve themselves <laughs> true we've gone into the politics but normally I like to warm it up with a kind of kind of state you're in at the moment we're in lockdown you know, is your is your face a mess? Have you got a clean shave? Have you got something to work with? No, it's uh, it's a bit scruffy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I haven't needed to leave the house, and so yeah, I've let it go a bit. There's no clean lines or anything that I can speak of. It's getting to be a bit of a fluffy mess. It's been the running theme for everyone, so you know, okay. you're not alone there. Looking like a hobo. Yeah, yeah hobo's the new look. It's is it thing right now? Trendy now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. As long as you're not scaring anyone, but you're at home, so you should be all right. Only my wife, yeah, exactly. In case she suddenly walks in the room and sees this hobo, he's like, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> Every day, man. Every day. <laughs> just, just, just wear a name tag. <laughs> yeah, so how is it like for you guys in this pandemic? Like, are you guys taking it seriously? We obviously took a mad, relaxed approach and took a little bit too long and didn't adhere to any heads up um, from from our neighbours in like France, Italy and mm. Spain, for example. How's it going for you guys? Uh, is your government taking it seriously? Are they advising you guys? Well, to be honest, I think Australia generally is a bit, um, has far less cases than other places. It's different here. You've got different states, so different states have implemented different strategies. So where we are in Victoria, they're sort of in the middle, not as strict as New South Wales, but stricter than South Australia. So um, they have got a lockdown here at the minute. You are allowed out if you're going to work, if you're going shopping for groceries or, you know, prescriptions, whatever, going doctors. And uh, the other one, exercise. Other than that, they can fine you if you're outdoors and not doing one of those four things. So is the fine quite steep for you guys? I don't know what it is, actually. Uh, I, I heard that in New South Wales it was $11,000, which is about five and a half grand, or six months in prison. Like they're, they're taking it quite far. Uh, I think it's a couple of hundred bucks here in Victoria or something, but um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, that's probably something that we need here because there's a lot of people who aren't really adhering to the lockdown and, uh, and something like that probably deter them a lot more yeah i think that's what the problem was up in new south wales people still going to the beach there were them photos a couple of weeks ago with like a packed beach and um you mentioned people are only allowed to go out for work and so forth is that the key workers or is that for everyone i say that because 
you said though you're nine hours ahead, you're ten years behind. So I don't know if they're <laughs> making use of flexible working or not yet. In fact, yeah, I think I was a bit too harsh before. No, I don't. I take it back. Certainly, in my experience, uh, they're much more flexible than my work has been in the UK. So, yeah. Uh, transition into working from home has been pretty easy for me because pretty much work from home at least once a week anyway before this kicked off so flexible working is pretty prevalent here you've taken a much more pc approach is that because you're worried scott morrison will listen in or something very highly very likely <laughs> no, couldn't give a shit about <laughs> don't worry i called boris a twat in my previous episode yeah he is a twat you know You've obviously become a dad of recent, so your life's changed anyway, regardless of a lockdown. But how has that impacted you? Is it in a good way in the sense that you're at home more and you get to see your, your little one? And, um, or should I say, it's been a hindrance in any way? Hopefully not. Bit of both, really. It's really nice being at home and uh, being here, being involved a lot more. But uh, equally, it's quite challenging, even for quite a young baby trying to find a variety of things to entertain her is a struggle daily like you can see she's starting to get a bit bored now whereas before you know she was going to all these different uh, sensory classes and mother's groups and all of these different you know every day she was going out to one thing or another obviously now all of that stopped and so I think social social interaction is uh, unfortunately taking the biggest hit for her Damn, yeah. I didn't realise being so sociable at three months was a thing. <laughs> even even for us as well, getting to go out and meet other people. Obviously, we haven't got um, the family and friends here because uh, they're all back in the UK. So that was an opportunity to yeah. meet people, meet other people and share experiences and stuff, which is now severely reduced, unfortunately. But, you know, it is what it is. Well, you're about to get cynical there. Go on, let us know what you're really thinking. <laughs> Oh, I don't expect this is going to end anytime soon. Do you? Yeah, we just extended it by three weeks. So I don't think it yes. will be within that time frame either. I feel like we're going to extend it again, maybe an- another two times or so, just because the nation will probably react in a bad way. So we, we spoon feed them three weeks mm. at a time, I yeah. think. And from there, it will go on till like at least June, I'd say. And then if they do revert back to normality certainly shouldn't be reverting back to anything because that hasn't helped anyone so new measures in place you know put hand sanitizers in every door handle you can find or like anywhere you enter you should have some sort of sanitization Mm -hmm. we have to change our ways and i think it's going to impact life as we know it in a good way or a bad way what do you reckon or you're indifferent i think in a good way because people are scatty and don't know basic form of hygiene. I've been expressing this throughout my podcast. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I will see people use the loo and walk straight past the basin. Uh, They'll probably pick up a sandwich. Animals. And they're basically eating their ass. <laughs> that's Apparently that's that. a thing nowadays though, isn't it? I don't know what generation started that shit off, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> generation that have lost themselves. <laughs> that's for sure. So yes. I am quite selective who I shake my hand with anyway. I usually yeah. spud people, so it's yes. by the knuckle. Yes. Hopefully there's nothing suspect going on with, with people's knuckles. So um, <laughs> I'm safe there. I think we're going to lack mm. the human interaction when it comes to greeting people. So no handshakes and a little bit more of a 
salute or a wave. You're probably not wrong, actually. I hadn't thought about that. But there's not going to be a point where suddenly it's like, right, that's it. There's no more coronavirus. Everyone can shake hands now. Do you know what I mean? There's never going to be that clear cut. So people will just stop shaking hands and that will never become normal again. You're probably right there, actually. I just hope we don't lose connection with people in the process. Well, truth be told, actually, if anything, we've spoken more during this whole saga than previously. That's true. It's made it's made connecting with people via technology a lot easier, uh, a lot more prevalent even. Not easier, but just more normal, certainly being on the other side of the world. We chat way more regularly now than we did before. I think it's stopped us from being so busy and made us look at what's important. Like you say, the technology has made it easier for everyone. We had the technology before though, but now I just feel like it's... Um, way more prevalent you know the zoom meetings the the online um, games or whatever that people are making a lot more effort to do things because they can't actually interact in person so when those things become more normal then it just becomes a bit more of the fabric of just interacting socially anyway and you just crave it more because you just don't get it anywhere else do you know what i mean and you know they're going to be at home anyway it's not as if you're going to interrupt anything exactly there's no more excuses to be like, oh, um, sorry, I was out all day, didn't really Yeah, in it. We can always yeah. blame our internet provider. Yeah, true. I wouldn't need to find an excuse to blame them. They're terrible anyway. <laughs> Name no names though, right? No, no snitching. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's important to focus on the positives as much as we do with the negatives because there's a lot to yeah. unfold and there's a lot to come out of it. I think we've been built for this situation and it's just taking people a little time to adjust those that haven't already switched on so i've been Mm. working from home for a hot minute now so it hasn't been much of a hurdle for me but it's about Mm. that fine line of discipline when to switch on when to switch off those are the things that we just need to work on and i'm sure we'll get there yeah i reckon flexible working is going to become a lot more normal now this is like the catalyst that's going to um start that because like you said for you for me it wasn't too strange to be working from home that wasn't the norm for most but now i think businesses will um hopefully it will mean they trust their staff more to still be productive whilst working at home and not not um be reliant on workers you know i think i'm hopeful that that will be the case positive um outcomes for everyone ability to manage your own time and also environmentally you know if you can reduce everyone commuting and driving do you know what i mean there there should be a lot of positives to take from it for sure exactly i'm flexible it's not like i'm working from home solely and don't go in Mm. i just choose to stay at home or just to cover all those the expenses the commute the duration Mm -hmm. there's so much to factor in to Mm -hmm. why i don't go in the fact that i don't need to you know why should Mm. i we're not sold in the whole oh i work in the city look at me it's not about (laughs) that Mm. anymore i think our minds have evolved far greater than that ego has led us to believe that going into central is the in thing to do i couldn't think of anything worse to be honest <laughs> i told you in it we're um, planning to move back at the end of the year back to the uk but the prospect of commuting into london every day is literally one of the biggest um, cons or pro con list that is top of the list of reasons not to come back to the uk it is awful it can 
you get so used to it. It's so strange how habitualized you become to that sort of thing when you have to do it, you know, twice a day, once on the way in, once on the way out. Having not done that for two years, the thought of having to do that again is literally soul destroying. I can't think of anything worse than that. Mm. Or being stuck on the M25 for three hours, just trying to get home or something. Oh, mate, I can't um, express how much that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, depressing. How, how much? Absolutely depressing. I think, <laughs> on a lighter note, I think the fact, the fact that this pandemic, I can't believe I'm saying on a lighter note during this lockdown, you know, but on a lighter note, this pandemic may be a beautiful thing in disguise. So like we were saying earlier, hopefully a flexible role will be the norm for all businesses, not just some. So I when you come so. back, hopefully in the new year, you, whichever role you go for you'll be able to find something that will get you working from your bed yeah. or wherever it is <laughs> working from the bed is bad because it's so bad for your posture yeah. I, I end up becoming paralysed like halfway through like the day if I do that a- anyone that's looking to work flexibly or has just become working <laughs> flexibly don't take don't the piss of flexibility <laughs> because you will be lacking flexibility by doing so physically oh the irony <laughs> yeah yeah, agreed. But yeah, hopefully enable employers to entrust their employees more, for sure. Yeah, man. So for us, we've been working flexibly for some time now. As I said, others mm. will be a new thing for them. What tips would you give them? Obviously, I've mentioned don't work from your bed, number one. Yeah, following on from that, just get up and stretch regularly and try and get out. But I think most importantly for me is learning when to um, be disciplined and switching off at the end of the day. It's quite easy to fall into the trap. Oh, you know, when you're at the office, you've got your defined time and there's an expectation of, you know, when you're in the office, when you leave the office. That line becomes blurred when you're working from home. So you've got to be really careful that you don't end up working till 10pm every night. Do you know what I mean? I find myself uh, doing that, which isn't good. That would be my biggest bit of advice, to be honest. So switching on at the right times and switching off at the right time. Yeah. Whilst this lockdown is happening at the surface level of every news outlet, what do you think is happening Mm. to the world and any news that is not being highlighted? What, anything that's not COVID-related? Yeah. The big one, obviously, climate change has just been ignored since this whole thing's come out, isn't it? That's, that's been the most convenient thing for, for the world, isn't it, really? Just uh, something to report on other than the impending doom of humanity. Whilst it is important, at worst, you know, you might be talking a fraction of a percent of the population, which, don't get me wrong, I don't mean to make light of it. It's awful. Are you saying that they're making it out like it's world ending when it's not quite the case no well they're not making out like the world's ending like it's just been such a massive upheaval for everyone and obviously it is quite newsworthy right and uh, there's a lot that you can report about every day something's changing and the numbers have changed so it's like a nice easy ongoing news story much more difficult to um report about anything else during this time so i don't um don't blame the news for it but um certainly feel that there's things that shouldn't be forgotten that should still be at the forefront of everyone's uh, consciousness. Yeah. So what's going to change for you then when we come out of this? Are you going to play it by ear or have you already <sighs> premeditated what you're going to do when we come out of this lockdown? Yeah. Now I'm going to appreciate being outdoors a lot more. I haven't been to a gig for 
an awful long time, even before the virus outbreak. But the fact that you can't now go makes it worse. Do you know what I mean? Can't can't go to the pub if you would want to. Can't do these things. So I think it'll make you appreciate those things more. Just do a lot more exercise and going out, basically. Take advantage Exercising, of yeah? You're about that health life now. Yeah, gentle walk is exercise for me at the moment, bro, so I wouldn't go too difficult. <laughs> Not walk like you to the your, chippy, uh... to yeah, the exactly. kebab house, walking to the fridge. It's still a step count, bro. The counter isn't asking you where you're going. Pimp, pimp the system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll bear that in mind. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. <laughs> Got you, bro. That's what we're here for. You hit the nail on the head with the shows, man. Uh, for me, mm. it's, you know, live gigs and... Um, mm. You know, going out to eat, those mm. those two things and going to the mosque as well because a month before the lockdown we we actually closed our mosque. Um, yeah, otherwise Katie Hopkins you. would have had a right little parade. But we didn't do it for her. We did it because it's the right <laughs> thing to do. And yeah. Tommy Tommy Robinson on the other hand too. He would have built an agenda <laughs> over this, I'm sure. I can't remember what state it was in America, but one of them is uh suing the governor i believe about the right it's the first amendment to be able to practice your religion and it was over easter where oh, i'm misquoting this completely but basically a church uh wanted to stay open for their easter ceremony um regardless of the um social distancing that was in place and to do that they uh, invoke their first amendment rights uh, as a right to gather to practice your religion even despite the uh, outbreak I thought that was quite insane. It's insane. You literally, you're just a selfish prick. That's, that's what you are for doing so. We spoke about pimping the system. These guys are pimping the system to work around the pandemic. Like, what's going on there? I'm surely just, your health is a priority. They obviously, uh, my cynical mind would say they're 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 missing out on their country, uh, you know, their donations or whatever, and uh, their pockets yeah. are hurting a bit. No, you're right because that's 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 a factor. But you know, we've got PayPal, you've got bank details. You can still reach out to your audience. If you do go to these gatherings, like it's not something that you can't do from home, right? I, I get the exactly. importance of um, being around people and interacting. But do you know what I mean? As a temporary measure to protect the most vulnerable, seems yeah, mighty selfish. We yeah. um, in our mosque, like I said, we locked it down from early before Boris told mm. me to do anything because waiting on Boris would mean that I'd be dead <laughs> by now. So I, I isolated mm-hmm. myself three, four weeks actually before even the lockdown. So I was going mad in the first week, to be honest. So I went yeah, through, right. binging through Netflix, binging through um, whatever entertainment there is. And then I realised I couldn't do this anymore and had to be productive in other areas. And I'm so glad for it because we're talking mm. about how how we're going to come out of this and be mm. in touch with others more often, communicate a little mm. bit more than we normally do, um, you know, and be a bit more hygienic. And in addition to that, I would like yeah. to say that I won't be a couch potato as much. Appreciate that outdoors, yes. I'm outdoorsy as it is mm. anyway, but then being productive and putting myself in the line of my hobbies and interests mm. as well as work. So yeah. we've come out of this with more episodes than ever before. This will, um, was it? I was trying to conclude on something, but that's basically all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's Very all about perfect. me. I've got a podcast out <laughs> and I'm the shit.